The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Oh, hey, thanks for listening. Same in Brother Ben, Summer in the Psalms, day 37 of our journey. We're in Psalm 111 through 118 today. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. <laughs> Come on in. You remember those shows that used to do that or like, they'd be like pretending to not pay attention. They're like, they turn to the camera. Oh, well, well I didn't, didn't see you there, buddy. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Doesn't really work on the podcast, does it? Anyway, uh, amenben.com. If you don't know, that's the website to get all of our various podcast manifestations. You can listen on a couple couple handful different uh places whether i know there's a lot of y'all listen on spotify and on itunes those are the popular ones uh but you know there's other places to do it too um also if you have any questions about any of this stuff pastor ben at lovesiler.com don't mind hearing from you at all love to talk about this stuff with you day 37 uh we're in the last third of summer in the psalms and for the next couple of days, we're going to be covering a lot more ground in as far as like chapters or song, you know, specific number of Psalms go. Uh, today, it's really because there's, there's a lot shorter Psalms involved, but also because we got more, more mileage to cover. Book five has more Psalms in it. And so we're trying to get through book five of this here. Um, and then we're going to circle back and do Psalm 119. And we're really going to jump into Psalm 119 next week. So I'm going to skip over Psalm 119 this week, just so you know. Um, it's the the longest chapter in the Bible. And we're going to kind of look at it in more detail next week. That should be fun. Uh, but in these Psalms today, uh, there's a lot of praise. There's a lot of just... Because, you know, praise and worship, they're the same, but they're different. Like, they, they have different connotations there. You use the words sometimes interchangeably, but sometimes separately. Um, praise is just talking about how, how good God is and, uh, you know, shouting him out. And there's a lot of that. In fact, a lot of these psalms start by saying, praise the Lord. Hey, hey by the way, praise the Lord. Oh, the next psalm, by the way, praise the Lord. Oh, what else? Oh, I forgot to tell you. Praise the Lord. And again, some people are like, that's so redundant. Why are they doing that? Well, because we need to be constantly praising the Lord. If I heard this, they could really put praise the Lord before every chapter in the Bible and it would fit. Yeah, you could put it in the middle of Job. Put it in the middle of Lamentations. You could put it in the middle of Revelation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And you should because... All things work out God's in God's sovereignty. It's all good and worthy of praise. Might not understand it, might not like it, but we should always be praising God. And, and praise shouldn't be confined to a couple songs on Sunday morning. Shouldn't be confined to a style of music or even music in general. That we should always be praising God. Um, so they, they talk about that a lot and, and it talks about different reasons to give praise all through these Psalms. Uh, but I thought it was interesting. I'm going to go back here. I got ahead of myself. Psalm 111, verse 10, last verse of 
Psalm 111 says, Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey his commands will grow in wisdom. Now, that doesn't really have a lot to do with praise, you may think. In fact, you would think this belongs in Proverbs, which it is in Proverbs in a couple different places, Proverbs 1, Proverbs 9. Uh, David's son Solomon repeats this idea that, that the fear of God is just the, the first step if you want to be wise. And really, it's it's one of the first steps if you want to properly praise God as well, because uh, out of if you're wise, you will praise God. And then I do think that out of praising God, it gives you a, a type of wisdom because it gives you a type of appreciation and a type of understanding for things. So wisdom and praise are kind of connected in this sense. And we, we, don't, we think of praise as just a purely emotional, a heart thing. Uh, but praise for God is resting your thoughts and pondering. And there's a parts in here where it says ponder, you know, the, the things of God. Uh, because that's a part of praise. It's not just a tearful, like, oh, Jesus, it's so good. <laughs> right? Like, there's moments for that where a song or or a, you're in an emotional state and you get stirred by the Spirit to uh, to be emotional. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but th- some people think that that's all that praise is. And if you're not doing that, you're not praising Him, or you need to do that to praise Him. But sometimes praising God is just... Try to wrap your head around all that he is and and stop thinking about all the other stupid, distracting stuff of the world and just ponder the truths and the, the facets of God and going, man, God, you are awesome. You are worthy to be praised. You're worthy of my attention. You're worthy to be considered and thought over and argued about sometimes even. Like I... I have a little bit of uh, of a lack of a patience for people that argue too much about uh, unnecessary stuff, right? There's a lot of Christians out there arguing about secondary doctrines and, and beliefs that don't affect your salvation. I'm like, shut up, dude. It's not that important. But it is important sometimes to wrestle with and consider these deep truths of God because he's worthy of that type of attention, right? Some of y'all just go, Okay, well, I guess that's true. Uh, you know, well, I'll accept it. And you don't think about it anymore. And it's not because and we, we sometimes cross that off as faith. Oh, yeah, yeah, I believe that. I believe that. But then you don't even really think about it. Now, what, what shows more faith, by the way? This is a rabbit trail. But what shows more faith? Uh, b- blindly going, yeah, yeah, whatever. I guess that works. I'm not going to question it. Uh, or pondering the depths of what it means and why, how these things work and not quite understanding everything, even after trying. And even the stuff you don't understand, you go, I can't get my head around that, but I believe it anyway. That is what faith looks like, not just ignoring it and accepting it without thinking. So there is a facet of praise that is very cerebral. It's very mental. It's very, I even if it makes my brain hurt even if it makes smoke come rolling out of my ears. I'm going to spend some time trying to understand God better and not just going, I don't care how he works. Just give me your blessings. Just give me your stuff. I just need your salvation. Got my get out of hell free pass. Am I cool? Okay. All right. Well, I'm just going to do me for the rest of my life instead of saying, God, you're worthy of my thoughts. You're worthy of my questions and my wrestlings and my attentions. 
And, and, and when it does that, uh, verse uh, Psalm 112, which again, they put these psalms together for a reason. They're not always written back to back, but they, they juxtapose, if you will. They position them uh, near each other for a reason. So right after Psalm 111.10 says that about, uh, you know, the fear of God is, by the way, fear of God. Let me, let me, before we jump into that, let's talk about the fear of God. Well, again, we, we don't think that we should be afraid of God. We, we give fear a negative connotation when honestly God is the only one we should be fearful of. Fear has that facet of respect, right? That's really a, a, a be- I don't want to say a better translation, because I do think there is some quivering in your boots that needs to happen when it comes to fearing God. But that fear, that respect, that acknowledgement that God is, his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So there's a little bit of fear and respect that goes into that wisdom. And that fear and, and respect should play into your praise as well. It's not like, God, oh, God, man, God's awesome, bro. You're awesome. No, it's like, because again, my, my mom says that, that millennials and Gen Z have like ruined the word awesome because awesome means you're full of like all, like it blows your mind. Like, wow, wow. And so God truly is awesome. And so that should lead, that should be a facet of our worship. You're not just talking about the things that God has done and thanking him, but you're like, God, you're, you're awesome. You, you blow my mind. You're so great. And then in in Psalm 112, it says, it starts off saying, how joy, after it says, praise the Lord. Hey, in case you forgot, praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commands. After that fear, after that worshipful fear comes joy. Because you, while you understand who God is, you understand who God is. He's a God that created you on purpose. He's a God that gave you uh, value and worth intrinsically because you. he gives a little piece of him to you. The Imago Dei, the, 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 the little reflection of God. You're not God, but you're, you reflect his ways. And, and so because of that, he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross to redeem you back to him, even though we've turned our back on him. That's, that's how, that's why God is awesome. That's why it should blow your mind. That's why fearing him and praising him will bring a deep and satisfying joy to your life. Because when, when you know that all, you, you can get through the rest of what life throws your way. That's Psalms. That's what it does for you. We're going to talk more about Psalms tomorrow. Have a good one.